0: Oh, welcome back, everyone. I'm so glad you could come back to the Fifty Shades of Grey book club. Now let's pick up where we left off last week. Before I know it, he's got both my hands in his vice-like grip above my head, and he's pinning me to the wall using his lips. His other hand grabs my hair and yanks down, bringing my face up, and his lips are on mine. My tongue tentatively strokes his and joins his in a slow,
1: erotic dance. His erection is against my belly. Hey! Hey!
0: Why are you rubbing my milky white thigh? Hey, it's okay, lady! I'm with the TSA! Hey! hey. TSA! Fifty Shades of Grey! Hey!
1: Oh, I didn't know... Your arms are so big. Oh, that's right, lady. Hey, Fifty Shades of Grey, TSA. Hey, hey.
2: Thank you for that extraordinary episode of TSA by Forgotten Tales. My goodness. Those are always so much fun. We, we, uh, for those of you who love those TSA segments as much as I do, we've got a lot left of those as well is some very fun, unexpected, uh, different strokes. Uh, remember that old TV show? We're going to have a fun segment about the about the different strokes reunion, which I think is just going to knock your socks off. Now, the next piece that we're about to hear is on my way back from... Uh, The McGonagall family's house. After spending the weekend there, uh, Ryan and I had some catching up to do with the horror film Black Pumpkin I've been telling you guys about. That, uh, I can't believe it. There's already, like, really good rough cut going on. And he and I have been... um, We were on... What was it? Final Cut? Is that what they call it? Final Cut. Oh, no, no. V- uh, Vimeo. That's what it was. They uploaded a version of the film to Vimeo. Our uh, our associates out there in New York, We up- they uploaded a version of the film to Vimeo. And then Ryan went through, I guess we kind of had a mini focus group about a week ago where about 15 people watched the movie and they all gave notes about what they think should be different or... Um, what would be helpful to clarify things better things like that so so uh, we went through the Vimeo link and what's so cool about the Vimeo link so it's private uh, what's so cool about the Vimeo link is that you can actually they let you actually click on the video itself and leave notes right there on the screen you can like point at a thing and then leave a note so whoever looks at it next goes oh okay i'm gonna edit this with this clip or you know flip this thing around so um there's some editing things in there that made it look like the cinematography ba- was bad but it wasn't the cinematography that was bad it was just the way that the edit was um because there's the there's a lot of scenes where there's a few people talking amongst each other in, like group situations so if this person is looking at that person, you want to make sure that there are certain eyeline things that are that need to get uh, changed. So he and I were looking through that stuff. And it, it, was, it was really interesting because this stuff with this technology in this day and age, it's so crazy because things can happen basically almost, uh, basically almost simultaneous, almost simultaneous. And I think there are like three different editors out there in New York looking at this thing. So they each had particular tasks. So one of them is really good at changing. Um, we we forgot that we there were a few more pumpkins in the movie that needed to turn black. So we talked to, you know, we sent a little message out there. Oh, can you make this pumpkin black? I can't believe how easy. It was for these people to make this pumpkin black. This little 10-second clip, they immediately turned it from an orange pumpkin into a black pumpkin. I don't know how the hell they did it. I'm blown away. I'm blown away. Movie magic these days. Yikes, man. It just blows me away. I love it. So we were out there messing with that, and uh, we still have to record some more Alex Griffin dialogue, which is the character that I play in a movie. We got some interesting um, Alex Griffin YouTube videos out there. If you want to take a look at them, it's under the I think it's Fall Creek Valley Five. I think that's the name of the YouTube channel, Fall Creek Valley Five. We got lots of plans for this, and you heard it here, folks. So those of you who heard this, you're going to be able to you're going to be able to know what the heck we're talking about. You're going to be like, oh my gosh, I was there. I heard it. I heard it on the podcast. I was there. This is like a rarity. We don't really necessarily get a chance too often to hear, unless I'm sure there are podcasts out there. So, I can't speak on behalf of everyone. However, I'm not a big podca- podcast listener. I make I mostly make stuff. I like listening to podcasts now and again. Uh, but, I mostly just like to to make this stuff. So, as far as I know, it's a rarity to kind of put the the process of a film that you're working on or anything. The cool thing is John Garside from Forgotten Tales, he has started giving us the behind the scenes of his investigations into his next Forgotten Tales video series. If you get a chance, please check those out on YouTube. There's a great one by uh, Forgotten Tales called About the Electrodome. There's one about... Turnbull Canyon, how the canyon got its name. I play William Workman in that. Old William Workman. Old William Workman. And then we do a... He does another one, because we do some of these reenactments. Oh, my brother Josh is in that one, too. My brother Josh and I are both in the... How Turnbull got his name, or How the Canyon Got Its Name. We're both in that video. That was such an honor to act with my brother. And then I got a chance to play young William Workman in a movie, in, in a um, reenactment called The Battle of Providencia, which talks all about this area. Right around here um, in Los Angeles, how the heck, how it all went down. A lot of times we walk through these streets and we're like, oh, wow, here's this name, here's that name, here's this name. But we don't know why that street it got that name, how long ago that street was created, how long ago that street was named that. So he he's uh, like the Indiana Jones. He's uncovering all these things. And um, yeah, so check that out. So, anyway, back to the uh, Black Pumpkin movie. I was out there with Ryan McGonagall. We were looking at the notes. We were looking back through. We started at part three, and then we went back through part one. And it was during those times, we're keeping our eye on the news, and we're looking up in the hills, and the hills are burning. And we're going, oh, that's that's far away. That's far away. Because we would continually drive out there just to see... how far it was. And from the house, it looked like it was really close. But when we actually drove out there and you look at how high the mountain is, and then it has to burn all the way down that mountain, burn across a whole bunch of like dirt sort of desert area, and then somehow somehow crawl across all that, go over another mountain, and then down a mountain, and then on the ground, and then to where he was at. You know, I've heard reports of how sometimes these fires, they they travel really fast. So, we were there editing while that was going on. And meanwhile, the family was packing up what they thought were the most essential items. Putting them in the trucks, getting them out of there. Ryan's mom stayed behind. She had everything ready in the car, ready to go. So, um, she wasn't going to go until... The fires are really close, close, close by. Uh, Also, folks, keep an ear out, keep an eye out for Bloody Bobby, which is the horror film that came before Black Pumpkin, which we're still in post-production on. Right now is a crazy time because we got uh, Kapow stuff coming up. A lot of screeners we're still looking through for Kapow Intergalactic Film Festival, which is happening this year. October through September, the beginning of September, September 4th. So I think it's, no, September through October, September, October, yeah, the last, yeah, the end of September to the beginning of October, October 4th, September 28th, I believe. So that's going to be interesting. Uh, I wouldn't be able to make, uh, yeah, no, yeah, so there's the opening night, there's also a Yachtly Cruise show that night. I won't be able to make that one. Cannot make it. The second night there's also another Yachtly Cruise show. So we're gonna have our premiere of Black Pumpkin on the twenty-ninth of September. Yeah, twenty-ninth of September. Then uh 29th of September, and then, after we got the premiere, then I'm going to zip on up to the Yachtly Crew show, Alex's Bar, which is, that's the crazy thing, so in the movie I play Alex Griffin, and then, and then Yachtly Crew that night is playing at Alex's Bar in Long Beach, I believe, I think it's Long Beach. Lots of stuff happening. So yeah, we got um Kapow screeners. We still have to organize the the days when the video when the movies are gonna go. We've still got programs to make. We've got We've got some good sponsors this year. Final Draft is giving us nine copies of their newest final draft. Number ten, I believe. 3D LUT, a color correction software. They're giving us nine of those. Thimbleweed Park, which is the makers of uh, Maniac Mansion, Zach McCracken and the Alien Mindbenders, Loom, Indiana Jones, gosh, bunch bunch of them, Monkey Island. Those guys all came together to make a, a video game called Thimbleweed Park. And I've been talking to this wonderful woman named Emily Morganti, She is, um, I've been in contact with her. She's the one who's been giving me these, uh, keys, so to speak. You gotta go, you gotta go to a website called Steam. You put in these little keys and and it unlocks it for you for free. And she's been sending me free copies of these video games, Steam keys, for these video games I've been playing. I'm stuck on this one part right now on a video game called Unavowed. And I'm supposed to come out, I gotta have my review, but I'm stuck on this part, so... She asked, you know, if you got any advice or ask me if you got it, if you're stuck, ask me for advice to help you out. So I've been sending her questions about particular things because I really want to review this thing. It's a really cool video game. She sent me another one too, Rite of Passage or something, I think it's called. The Rites of Passage, which is interesting because I was in an episode of Gilmore Girls called The Rite of Passage. I got off the phone with John Gar side not too long ago. I'd say about an hour ago. Whoa, he blasted me with a series of amazing synchronicities. On the way up there, on the way up to the show, he was riding with his, with his wife Mary, and they were just kind of reminiscing about various concerts they had been in. You know, all the fun times that they had. And then John brought up Weird Al. Like, oh my god, that's so great. And uh, and then they're talking, and then John goes, "You know, I'd really like to see a Yachtly Cruise show." And she's like, "Yeah, we gotta see one." And she goes, um, "Do you think they do anything by Toto?" And John's like, "Yeah, I think they do Africa." And um, shortly after, they said Africa on their radio dial came the Weezer version of Africa, which was the very first time they ever even knew that Weezer did a version of Africa. So then they get up to the show, and there's a part where Rivers Cuomo uh, puts a captain's hat on. He hops on a little scooter, and he drives to the back of... The uh, back of the whatever amphitheater, or whatever, and they're kind of watching him. And then I guess people were changing the the stage, which is crazy because the stage was made up to look like Happy Days. And John Garside and I recently talked about Happy Days. So then, a uh, bunch of fun stuff going on, and then at some point he goes, Okay, everybody, we're going to go to a continent where do you want to go? And the audience screams Africa. And they start singing Africa. And then during the song, he was ladies and gentlemen presenting Weird Al Yankovic. Weird Al Yankovic came off stage with this accordion and he finished off the rest half, the the second half of the song Africa. And John is just blown. His mind is exploded because he and I were talking about Weird Al Yankovic not too long ago. So all of these just amazing, amazing things have just been happening. Wow. I mean, all those synchronicities, all in one night. Just incredible. I get fired up, as you know, about uh, about such things. The cheapest thrill on earth, in the world, ever. Synchronicities, serendipities, deja vu, all of those little those little things that you don't pay for they are just so good anyway we're gonna get on with the uh, this what you're about to hear and uh, it starts out with the guy on the subway so take care and we will be back after the next after the next message how about that?
1: every one of you that I know. So much. I appreciate it. God bless you. Thank you, brother. God bless you so. God bless you, gentlemen. Stay beautiful, brothers. I know He loves you. God bless everybody. Once again, enjoy your day. Remember, most important, God loves you more than anything else in this
2: world. Oh yeah. You never know where you're gonna find. Optimism, positivity, good vibes. You never know where you're going to find these things. Wherever you are, it may pop out.
1: Please stand clear. The doors are closing.
2: Pop out onto a train. It might be standing in a street corner. It might be written in the sky by an airplane. It might be found on a grocery list the
1: sidewalk.
2: It might be found in a mad magazine the next in the grocery the store.
1: Like to you
2: you just and never catch. know. And again, the all all kinds of, of all kinds uh, of good sentiments are set, found and everywhere.
1: And what
2: you just heard right there It was a wonderful sentiment by a person on the subway. Now, what's interesting is also on the subway are a couple of guys. Uh, One of them is kind of like a hyena. He's kind of laughing and being the, uh, what's the word, the sort of the antithesis the other guy's message as soon as the other guy started talking I knew I just had to record it for all to hear these are such rarities in life it's always good to capture this stuff some of you might remember a few episodes back when I went to meet David Lynch I believe it was in um, there were three three versions three um, parts to that one I believe it was in the second, first or the second part where I was coming back and there were guys playing on the subway playing Radiohead like a cross between Ben Harper and Radiohead a guy with a guitar and a guy with a violin and boy it sounded great It's interesting, I suppose at this point I can call myself a journalist, seeing as how this is all a journal, an audio journal. so much fun to be able to have an audio journal and just get it down right then, right there. I don't have to worry about a pen or paper. I don't have to worry about saying it just the right way. You you, dear listener, get to hear the very first
1: version as it comes out. You get to hear it.
2: Each, each episode is in a sense a collage. A sound collage. A sound collage. And that right there. I don't know if you heard that. A guy just walked past playing his guitar. How neat was that? Kind of serendipitous, huh? So while we'll uh, walk together just a little bit longer. See if any other little nuggets appear. I just love letting these things run and offering synchronistic opportunities to make their way. (coughs) You know, what's so interesting is that uh, back in the day, probably, boy, maybe 18 years now, 16 years, Um, 18 or 19 years ago, whenever swingers came out. Around that time, it was a big trend for girls to be wearing backpacks instead of purses. Starting to see that come back around. It's really intriguing to see see this stuff evolve. Oh, it's going to loop back around. Wow, interesting. I, uh... <coughs> <coughs> when I got on the train, it was still light, light outside. So I had my sunglasses on, I got off the train, and uh, it's dark out, so, quite interesting, let's get off the train, it's dark out, exiting the subway wearing sunglasses, I feel like a vampire is interesting because I just passed a billboard for, uh, I think it's called Hotel Transylvania. There's vampire on it. Vampire. Possibly a little vampire girl. I don't know the characters all that well, but they did look like vampires. So what it seems like our next order of business, once we get back, is to break out the break out the wedding uh, videos. Get started on that. Ideally, finish up by tomorrow, because the weekend we got three Yachtly cruise shows. Three Yachtly cruise shows. Um, I believe two private uh, private two private parties and I believe one of them is at the House of Blues in San Diego one of them is the House of Blues in San Diego, how cool is that? so if any of you ooh I I smelled some fire out here it possible that I'm smelling the fires that are coming all the way from Corona? If so, that's a little strange, right? Isn't that weird? It's crazy when you think about that. I don't know if that is the case or not. My buddy Brian DeVille, he books a lot of bands. Oh, November 4th, we, are, we already uh, We got it dialed in. We're going to do a screening of Bloody Bobby over there, Sunspace, which is in uh, Shadow Hills, right on the corner of Sunland and Shadow Hills, on the street. I believe it's on the street, Sunland, yeah, I think it's on the street, Sunland, so my plan is, the vision I've had in my head for this, that I've been wanting to do something like this for a while, is uh, Castle, was his name Frank Castle, see, I almost don't want to say that that's his name, because I think Frank Castle is the name of the guy, uh, Punisher, I think that's Punisher's name, Frank Castle. So I don't know if this is the real guy's name. Heck, they could have named the Punisher guy after this particular guy. Uh, For those of you who are uh, film aficionados, I smell a campfire in the air. What the heck? Nothing around here is burning. So a guy named... Maybe it's William Castle. He... He did movies that he called 4-D. Basically, 4-D. So... The the, the movie would play... I, I want to say the movie was called The Tickler. Or the... Or the... Teaser. Or the... The... I forgot. I don't know. Something like that. Where basically... He set up little little electric shocker, (laughs) shocker, Um, he set up little, little buzzing things in the seats, so while you were watching the movie, at a certain time, at a certain time, the, the seat would move, and it would, um, it would create this effect, like you felt like you were actually in the movie. And the movie, I want to say it's Mantis, is it called that? Mantis? Huh. John Goodman was in a film about this guy. And you see kind of, I don't know if it was actually about that film director or if it was kind of based on him. But John Goodman played a character like that where he makes the the movies very interactive, like that. So you're you're a part of it. Uh, The closest thing I can kind of point to it, uh, the first thing I can point to uh, that's similar to that is, I believe it's at Universal Studios, they have Shrek 4D and the seats move so while you're I think you're riding on the back of the donkey I think it, you feel the seats move like you're riding on his back and I remember there's a part where he he sneezes at the screen and you feel little water droplets come out at you like he sneezed at you so I want to do something like that at Sunspace we, we show Bloody Bobby and uh maybe during the parts when when characters get killed in the movie, maybe I can have people hiding in the um uh off like on the sides in the darkness. Maybe they got like little spray bottles of water. You know, they can they could just squirt it at the audience so um the audience you know, the audience doesn't see the people but they feel this like psh- water go on. I'm like, oh God, like that blood just squirted out at him. So, uh, that could be fun. And I'm thinking about what I like to do is make the space look like you're entering a Halloween party of sorts. Set up some decorations. Maybe, uh, maybe if people show up wearing a costume or a mask, something like that, maybe what happens is, They end up... I don't know if... I don't know if there'd be some, uh, like, extra thing that... If they enter, if they're wearing the mask or they're wearing a costume... Because they did that as sort of a reward... Maybe they get a free Bloody Bobby pin, button. Or I could talk to Meat Clown Industries about making those buttons. By the way, if you ever have any, uh, any sort of desire to... You know, maybe you like to market yourself, your business, what have you. And you're thinking of various items to do that with. I would suggest buttons. Those are great. They are mobile billboards. Little billboards that that move around with whatever person is walking around with them. Everywhere that person goes with the pin... The billboard goes with them. So maybe I could talk to uh, Me Clown Buttons. If you look up Me Clown Buttons, M E A T Clown, they got great deals on buttons. Really ought to start putting their commercials on this podcast because they are one of the official sponsors. And I, it slips my mind to put that on there. So I need to do that for these guys. I me mean, clown buttons. So I'm thinking maybe I could get those guys to make some Bloody Bobby buttons. If you wear a mask, you wear a costume, you get something special. Maybe you get a little goodie bag. Some treats in it. Some candy. Get some, get a button. It'd be like a little happy meal of sorts. Maybe a maybe Bloody Bobby sticker, a button, and some candy. That could be cool. So, and maybe, heck, maybe for a dollar, maybe there's a raffle to win something. That could be cool. Maybe, uh, I found some, what do you call them, call sheets? Daily call sheets from back in the day that, uh, maybe we could stuff those in the, in the goodie bags, too. We'll just uh, redact all the telephone numbers, all the personal information we'll get rid of, but we can still leave maybe, yeah I don't know, locations, things of that nature on there. I don't know how many people have ever seen a call sheet, So that could be fun, a fun item of interest. You know, you get a, you get a peek into what's going on behind the scenes. I know I like seeing behind the scenes stuff Other folks do too So to be able to offer that opportunity is pretty Pretty fun I'm walking down a median right now This is one of my favorite medians In Los Angeles to walk, walk down My friend Jackie Bab And I, I believe we once jammed out here I believe we once jammed on our guitars out here. Serenaded the traffic as it drove past. You could call that the uh, five-second serenade tour, right? Because if cars are driving by so fast, all they would really get a chance to hear is five seconds of whatever you're playing. That's if they got the windows rolled down and they're not talking. And if their engine is quiet enough they'd be able to hear it, so it's a special treat. And then when you go go to the end of the median, make a U-turn, you get to hear another five seconds. So that could be, that could be something that we start seeing happening across the nation. You Not know, so inter- interesting, today's, I think, Wednesday? Or is it Thursday? Today might be Thursday. Uh, I'm baffled because there are a lot of people out tonight. Like as if it's a, you know, a weekend. Yet I remember people saying before that Thursdays are usually going out days a lot of times. They, they, start, the, uh, they start the weekends early. So that is a possibility. All right. Time for me to go. More later.
0: This is Man Behind a Machine, and you're listening to Inspirato Projecto Radio.
2: So, folks, for those of you who would like to see Yatley crew playing this weekend, they're going to be tomorrow the 11th and the 12th. So, if that sounds like something fun to you, um, basically, the, the one that's happening tomorrow, that one might be, let's see, uh, that one might be, alright, so that, yeah, that one I think is a private show. The 11th is at House of Blues in San Diego. So if any of you guys are out there in San Diego, you can check that one out. That will be fun to check out if you're there. Then the 12th, we're going to be at the Conejo Community Park out there in Thousand Oaks. Conejo Community Park. So, check that out. That'll be for all ages. Bring the whole family out. That'll be a good one. Everybody can enjoy that one. That's that's a rarity. We ra- r- rarely are able to um, play for, uh, well, for, for families, for entire families. So that is something that we would... I think we would get a kick out of doing for you. Uh, Bring your captain's hats. That's always a part of it. It's always a major... exciting aspect of it. Now, some of you know about this. Some of you do not know about this. But, uh... Sparkle Horse and Danger Mouse got together and they helped they helped uh, cobble together. They, along with other musicians, helped cobble together a soundtrack, so to speak, for David Lynch's art gallery. He had, uh, I think it was the Cone Gallery. I'm not certain. K-O-H-N. It was a number of years ago. And... David Lynch had a gallery there of photos that he had taken. And so these various musicians... Check out that coffee. They, um... Danger Mouse and Sparkle Horse. Great combo, right? Doesn't it sound like an awesome superhero team, Danger Mouse and Sparkle Horse? Ah, They works together with other musicians to create each one I think created one song that was inspired by one of the photos and you know in the gallery with the photos and then you'd hear the songs playing of the speakers that was really cool and then they sold the photo essay of all those photos, along with a blank CD. I guess they weren't—they didn't have the ability to get the rights to the songs, or I don't know how it all worked. But a way to work around this, what they did was they—they they made those songs for free on the internet. They gave you a blank CD with the photo essay book, and you could download all those songs onto the CD. In the order, and then there it was. There you go. You had the you had it. So I think they wanted to get the music out there for free, and that was the, the great way of doing it, and I thought that was brilliant. So I've been listening to the Dark Night of the Soul. That was the name of it, Dark Night of the Soul. That was what I had found on here. There's a good... There's a really good thing on here that David Lynch does. It's someone recorded with him talking about great ideas, where great ideas come from. So I think what I'm going to do here is... Here we go. Check it out.
0: Everything that we do starts with an idea. We don't know what to do unless we have an idea. So ideas are like fish, and you don't make the fish, you catch the fish. You desiring an idea is like putting a bait on a hook and lowering it in the water. You can catch ideas from daydreaming, or you can catch ideas from places. If you think that maybe a place could conjure ideas, then you have to go out of the house and go traveling. You could be going down the street, see a reflection on a little po- a pool in the gutter, and bang, an idea will come. Who knows how it happens? I always say it's like there's a man in another room with the whole film together, but they're in, they're in puzzle parts, and he's flipping one piece at a time into me. And at first, it's very abstract. I don't know, I have a clue. More pieces come, more ideas are caught. It starts forming a thing, and then one day there it is. So there is, in another, in a way, there's no original ideas. It's just the ideas that you caught. That the thing is to be true to the idea. A lot of artists think that suffering is necessary, but in reality, any kind of suffering cramps the flow of creativity. Let's say that Van Gogh, every time he went out and painted, he got diarrhea. It wouldn't be so good for him to go out. You'd have to be really crazy. Happiness in the doing is so important. And I always say, it's our life going by. And uh, then this creativity flowing, ideas are easier to catch and ideas that could take you out of... Drudgery work and lead you to someplace, you know, some fantastic things. Trillions and zillions of ideas, and they're all there, bubbling and ready to be caught.